0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey
1: everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he those of you who don't know me my name is adam rothenberg and for the past 12 years i have been conducting interviews from the worlds of film television theater and music i pull back the curtain to reveal what's inside the hearts and souls of my of your favorite celebrity and broadway stars and today i am so excited to talk to major attaway who is aladdin's longest running genie in Aladdin on Broadway. So without further ado, let me welcome Major Attaway. Hi, Major.
0: Hello, hello, Adam, and hello, everyone. How y'all doing today? Thank you for dropping by.
1: It's so great to talk to you. I'm so excited for this conversation. Now, to let everybody know what brings us together today, because you have a lot of things going on. So first and foremost, on January 31st, you are coming to Feinstein 54 Below, with your brand new show called um, The Genie's Box, And now this show, what I'm so excited about is that it's not only gonna be in person where you can actually go to find science 54 below and see it live, but you can live stream it from the comfort of your own home. So if you're not in New York or not able to be in New York, you can still watch the show.
0: That is absolutely right. I'm <laughs> incredibly <laughs> excited. <laughs> I'm, you're as excited as I am. Yeah, um, yeah the genie's jukebox is, is a brainchild of mine and a couple other genies. And I am looking to see it grow. And this is our first show at 54 Below. I'm over the moon. So excited. It's a show for, for all the genies. So um, if you've ever worn a genie costume, it does not matter the language you've sung Friend Like Me in, you can be a part of the genie's jukebox.
1: Oh, so exciting. Yes. So what can you share with us about this show? Um, you know, because the the press notes say that, you know, you're coming out of the lamb, and onto the stage. So wh- what can you share with us about this night and why should people tune
0: in? Of course well the reason that you should tune in is because it's a first off it's a celebration we are celebrating the risk that it takes to audition for a broadway show first and foremost right but also while i spent time in the lamp i met other talented men just like me and we couldn't all share the stage at the exact same time so this is also a way for me to celebrate them as well and It is a way for me to thank Disney for the extremely high value of nostalgia that exists in my life. Like Nostalgia itself is what helped me make my Broadway debut. So it's a a combination of of all of those things. Um, Yeah, and with Disney music, with jazz musicians, you can't really go wrong.
1: It sounds like it's gonna be incredible. I can't wait to tune in. So you made your Broadway debut in Aladdin you had just come from Fort Worth. You're from Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, and you came here. You made your Broadway debut in Aladdin, and then in 2017, you took over the role of Genie on Broadway, and you played it for three years.
0: Correct. On correct. On Broadway, uh, the first year I was a I was a standby, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, I was covering the role of the Genie of Babkek and the Sultan in the show, and eleven months into my you know, journey to Agrabah, they said that James was leaving and they asked if I wanted to take over the Broadway show. And I said, "Mm, let me think about it, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's a a really beautiful thing to be able to say that after all of the years of working in theater, that my first job on Broadway, they put my face on buses.
1: That is so exciting. That is wild. Now, when while you were understudying all the roles, um, because especially now um, with the surge in Omnicrom, you know so many understudies have been going on as they have for years. But I feel like they've been really getting the spotlight over this past few months with the with the surge. So, what can you talk to us about? What it's like to be an understudy, and you know, do you have any stories about like? How quickly you had to go on some nights? Did you ever have to go on mid-show?
0: I love this question um, because, honestly, I came from a world where having an understudy wasn't a thing, you know, in working and growing up doing community theater. If you got sick during the run of rent, you were just sick during the run of rent, right? So I didn't even know that my job existed until it belonged to me. (laughs) oh my gosh yeah and i would say i value the stage door as much as i do the stage itself and what i mean is could you imagine the the weight and the energy of knowing that every time the curtain opens that i am someone's first broadway memory Right? There's no question. I'm going to be someone's first Broadway show. I'm going to be the first voice and face that they ever imprint upon Broadway. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine that exact same moment when the curtain opens and you hear an audible sigh of disdain because you are not the Tony winner, James Monroe Iglehart. Right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there. Exactly. But the contradiction that lies within that, um, the idea that the show must go on yet we're going to have someone here who can't handle doing the show itself um so part of it is is the respect that needs to be there for the people who do that work uh hey lisa what's up girl and hey lisa um uh-huh. the other side is maybe it's being viewed um, in, a, in a way that's not as positive. You know, maybe the value needs to be clear from the Broadway pers- perspective that the person who is understanding that role is there to make the show go on in a way that they're capable. It's not, oh, they're there if this other person can't handle it, they can always handle it. Mm-hmm. Right? I th- right? I think, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's um, coming from both sides. We yeah. can fix that.
1: Yes, because I mean, I clearly remember I went to see uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie with my mom and she was so excited. I had seen the show a few times already, but she was so excited because Sutton Foster had just won the Tony Award. We were going to see it. And she came in from Long Island and we get there and Sutton was out that day. Now, we had the option to, you know, exchange the tickets for another day or to stay. Well, she had we had just come in from Long Island, so we weren't going to turn around and go back home. So we stayed, and she loved the show. I mean, she had nothing to compare it to, so she didn't know how Sutton would do it compared to Sutton's Fair understudy. You know. And yes. she absolutely loved it. And I've never, I've been to enough Broadway shows where I have never heard anybody say um, that they did not enjoy the, an understudy because, you know, I think what people also need to understand is that the, the understudies are, are actors just like the leads are, and this is their moment now to shine. And exactly. to get to, you know, really get their front and center stage moment. And um, you never know where they're going to go on to and where you're going to see them next.
0: Right. Yeah. I was about to say exactly that. You could be seeing the birth of of something incredible. You know, you you could be seeing, yeah, like a, a shooting star. Like you're about yes. to see one uh, be born and start. Just, yeah. Um, it It calls to... You know growing up i learned to respect every aspect of the theater um from uh, front of house to back of house to uh backstage to um you know selling popcorn to working on stage under the stage even Mm -hmm. we're all at the same level so how dare anyone disrespect the idea that we have another piece of this puzzle they're so important Yes. right we can't tell the story without them
1: so yes exactly now yeah. now while you were understudying the roles what was like the shortest amount of notice you got that you were going on in one of the roles
0: 15 minutes oh my gosh <laughs> one time um we had, i had to go on for for james uh, with a, a 15 minutes We'll see. see, we were sitting backstage. I was in the dressing room and they said, this is your 15 minute call, 15 minutes until the top of the show. And then two minutes later, Major Attaway to wardrobe, Major Attaway to hair. I was like, uh. Oh my <laughs> uh, And, and They called and told me what was happening. But as I picked up the phone, I could hear do 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 because this is James running down the stairs at breakneck speed to rush in and apologize. Major, I am so sorry. Something happened, emergency, I have to go to the hospital, yada, yada. Uh, and now, mind you, everything was fine. Everything was fine. Um, he uh, actually ended up being his cat. His cat was, had, oh. had an issue. And so he had to go take care of it. Um, but yes, I had 15 minutes to, to dip my head in glitter and, you know, go over everything again. Like You do anyway, and we have understudy rehearsals, of course. But I guarantee you, there is no way, and I tried, <laughs> in the gym, <clears throat> there's no way to reproduce the adrenaline rush that comes with standing on that stage in that particular genie costume Mm -hmm. granting wishes. You you know, I I can can sing the song running up and down a flight of stairs and it's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) So that that was probably the the craziest. Um, And even similar, I do remember having one crazy weekend that I was so proud of myself when I finished um, as a standby. Uh, there was a weekend where i had to play babcock in the morning on saturday uh-huh. genie saturday night oh my god genie sunday morning so the quick turnaround from an 8 p.m show to a 1 p.m on sunday uh-huh. and then babcock again after that when i my brain was in was pushed to the max and that's only two characters you know we have uh, swings of <laughs> the show who know 13 and i'm like oh i can handle three <laughs> <You know. laughs> so, oh my good god! Good stuff.
1: Now, how much rehearsal do you have? Like you mentioned, you have understudy rehearsal. So, how much rehearsal do you have? Like, like prior to, to that day when you had the 15 minutes notice, how much rehearsal did you have? You know, you know that you felt like that you were prepared.
0: Well, I definitely felt prepared. Uh-huh. Um, that's a good question depends on what's going on in the show Mm -hmm. if if we're having you know people go on vacation or people get ill we may end up adding a rehearsal that week and there's there's regular rehearsals to to keep us fresh as well Mm -hmm. so i I would uh, yeah it's it's hard to count Mm -hmm. but because at the same time i would refresh it myself like you know often during the show I would use that and make it a rehearsal Mm -hmm. and and easy to really challenge yourself if you wanted to really challenge yourself as a standby you could go through all of your material during one performance you know (laughs) then then you can then i could stand on the mary bridge uh which is you know the mary poppin bridge in the in the new am and um speak through the lines of not only the sultan but also Babkek and then sing friend like me and then go in the hallway and practice the choreo oh my
1: god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. I saw somebody had a question in the comments and I just want to get back to it. Um, okay, so I hope I pronounced your username right. El Giardino asks, do you have a favorite genie costume? My, and then says, mine is the one with the cape you wear at the start.
0: Ah, uh, that's great. I would say it, it changed from day to day. The, the one that I definitely felt the sleekest in that i felt was cool that i would wear elsewhere <laughs> was was the white the white genie costume which is hiding underneath the zoo suit i i definitely loved that one but at the opening costume was you know it, it was on a different level so I, i'm i really loved that one as well those pants were everything
1: yes yeah. let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll have much more to this great conversation presents go to your happy price what's up it's kaylee cuoco when it comes to travel we all have a happy place you can see yourself already there it's beautiful it might be sunny and sandy for some neon and urban for others deserts or rainforests or hiking trails with Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price priceline.
0: line febreze is a proud partner of can't cancel pride however you choose to express yourself febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way have an amazing pride from febreze and now we're back
1: <laughs> let me quickly reset the the room here because we've had a lot of people join since we started so for those of you just joining us welcome to Instagram Live. I am here talking with Major Attaway, who is Aladdin's longest running genie on Broadway. And we are talking about, not only are we talking about Aladdin, but we are also talking about his upcoming solo show, The Genie's Jukebox, which will be at Feinstein's 54 Below, January 31st at 9.45 PM. You'll be able to attend both in person, but if you are not in New York or can't get to New York to see it, you can watch the live stream. So we are continuing our conversation right now with Major Attaway. Um, so, oh, there's been so many people who joined. Oh, my friend Kieran from uh, England has joined. My boyfriend joined.
0: Good evening. Um, Good evening, boyfriend. Good evening from England.
1: Becky joined. Happy New Year, Becky. Hey, Rose. So so what has been your biggest onstage mishap while you were playing the genie on Broadway?
0: Oh, my. Biggest onstage mishap miss help. specifically the genie let's see because you know it, it, it oh <laughs> well um i don't know about biggest but i have some sometimes there's issues with lines in prince ali you know uh and i remember right when i came back from tour uh the tour version is slightly different you know, there and it's I think one set of costumes is not in the tour version based on, you know, whatever reason. And so that's one one line is missing and re and the the song feels rearranged. Um there was definitely there were definitely a few moments right when I returned back to the Broadway show where we would get to that moment and my brain would automatically go into the um the tour choreography and the tour Words and so I would stop talking because I wasn't supposed to talk at that moment. And <laughs> Aaron, down who was conducting, would look at me like, "What? What are you doing? What? What exactly?" It's like because you know. He could tell it was a choice as opposed to he's like oh major just decided to stop doing what he was supposed to be doing if <laughs> <laughs> they could tell when i messed up and asked for help he's like no you keep deciding to stop singing i was like okay i'll i'll, I'll work on that um, oh my god
1: that is hilarious
0: yeah yeah that that, that happened uh, a few times but we got it we got it figured out that's for sure
1: that's awesome uh michael michael hasty has a question how many times did it take for you to learn the Friend Like Me choreography?
0: That's a great question. Well, I honestly felt like I kind of learned it um, in pieces. And what I mean is that I learned learned to tap dance first um, a few months before I started rehearsal. So I was ready for that. And I, when I was learning to tap, specifically my tap instructor watched the video. Like we used the choreography from the show to teach me to tap. So um, she made sure that I could do everything that was in that extremely well before moving on to anything else. So that's, that helped. But the amount of time that it took for me to learn the show, um, I started rehearsal January 12th of 2016 and performed The Genie March 20th. So in, in those three months, I learned the three roles that I needed to know. Wow.
1: Yeah and now since you did the genie for three years and and you know on broadway it's the this show is the same every single night of the week so how do you keep things fresh i mean it's the same in that you're saying the same lines you're doing the same choreography obviously it's a different audience each night so there is a different feel that way but how Mm -hmm. do you keep it fresh for you um doing it for three years in a row
0: that's a great question uh well i would say you it's uh, many different things Definitely lean into the first part of what you said. Every day is different, right? And so, if I know that I'm telling telling the same story, I can still allow myself to use um, the differences of the day to enhance the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, like if for any reason, you know, maybe the genie is, the, the genie doesn't know what fatigue is, <laughs> you know, so the character is is never it's always the first time to him that's uh, so i use that energy so whatever my body is doing it will manifest in that same way if, if that yes. makes sense you yes. know like like however i'm feeling that's fine because we're still going to use that as the first the, the energy comes fresh for the genie no matter what yes yes
1: yeah. um and now so um and when did you decide that it was time? Because you did it for three years. So how did you decide that that third year was going to be your last year as the genie? What made you want to depart?
0: Oh, well, that, you know, that's, that's a, a number of things. Now, part of that, you know, as, a, as an actor on Broadway, that's not always entirely in your control, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of course. Yes. But at the same time, the skill set that is honed you know, from doing the same, that same work over and over again. There are times where you need to start to lean into your versatility, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's time to, to see where else those things work. Yes. And if we're fortunate enough to return to the genie, well, all that does is enhance it. I tell, I tell students that a well-rounded actor, a a well-rounded person can be a well-rounded actor, you know? Yes. I I think nothing is more beautiful than to add some life to major and then see what life that could add to the genie.
1: I love that, wonderful, wonderful Thank answer. You. So, um, I mean, I could talk to you about Aladdin all day long, but I do wanna uh, t- uh, address some other things about your career. Um, oh, as well, so people can get a nice um, overview of everything that you do. So in addition to your work on Broadway and your upcoming solo show at Science 54 Below, you also have voiced a lot of uh, animated characters and video games. So can you talk to what it's like to do that kind of work and, uh, you know, sort of the differences between Broadway and voiceover work?
0: Sure, well, the first thing I will say is that the the work is the same, and what what I mean is the the use of the imagination to apply to whatever given circumstances the story calls for that is the same across the board right mm-hmm. but the the medium changes, and so then we get to learn the 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 different ways that we advance that way you know the the specific things uh I have always wanted to do voice acting. Even even as theater happened in my life early on. Singing happened before that. Then I found theater. And then um, one combination that was always very important for me was was the uh the cartoons right so i've been watching Pokemon um, since i was in middle school and just this year i got to be one. Oh my god <laughs> for the first time but um so yeah i i would say gosh the It feels, it really, a lot of it feels the same other than the fact that I'm just standing, it's me alone in this booth in front of a microphone. Mm -hmm. But for me, if you were to watch me, and I think, you know, lots of other actors are similar in this way. I'm going to give you whatever I need to give you to make the sound. Yeah.
1: Right. Right.
0: So I'm fully in this character, whether or not you're only getting the vocal part out of it. Mm -hmm. And, um... part of that is safe, Mm -hmm. you know, and also part of it is, um, risky because it has to be, you like, you have to tell the full story through, Mm -hmm. through these ears. And, um, so I think the balance of that is incredibly exciting for me, you know, for, for a kid who at any point in his life had issues with being seen, Mm -hmm. which was part of what helped my imagination being on stage, getting into a different character. Um, being let loose (laughs) behind Mm -hmm. the microphone (laughs) is kind of is kind of the freedom that um i almost have so i have so much power in that situation Mm -hmm. that it, it kind of anchors anchors the spirit for doing other things so i i personally am loving the growth of my voice acting career everything that i'm learning is um as exciting as the first day i've ever stepped foot on the stage
1: oh wow that's so exciting yeah
0: it's really really great <laughs> i love
1: that i do want to quickly go through some of the comments because there have been some great things being said uh, of course rose rose rosemary ann taylor says i love the advice i've gotten in class from you
0: thank you dear i appreciate uh, you oh michael
1: michael hayes michael Faisy says major with the pokemon character that we just talked about Woo-hoo. and uh nella bella just joined saying hello major
0: hey bella how you doing, dear? Okay.
1: Um, so, uh, with the with the voiceover work that you've done, and the, and like the video games and stuff, have you had any kids um, either reach out to you on social media, or do you have any like young kids in your life that um, have been like, "Oh my God, look what you you know you voiced my favorite character in this game"? Or
0: yes, I have, and that that is, you know, that's all the fuel you need, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I recently started going to conventions um for the first time so that i can um, meet the fans and bring prints of my characters and uh, get to know people who have gotten to know these characters the same way i used to get to know characters and oh it's it's just you know it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing to to feel that i am living in that space now that i'm serving the work in the same way that that it served me you know it, it it feels um Feels really great. So, yes, I um, have reached out that way, met a lot of people at conventions, and um, on my Twitch channel, I'm um, really doing the same same thing. So <laughs> getting to play the games I'm in with the people who like that same game, like, we're oh, maxing out my nerd level, and it's, it feels good, man. It feels good. <laughs> That's so
1: incredible. That's so incredible. Now, um, I know we only have a few minutes left, so I want to make sure that we do get back to your show because you are also going to be, not only are you going to be at Feinstein's 54 Below on January 31st at 9.45 p.m., but you are also going to be back in your hometown of Fort Worth, Texas on February 12th at 7.30 p.m. at the downtown Cowtown um, doing your um, show, The Genie's Jukebox. Yes. So. What is it? What What are you looking forward to about like performing back in your hometown? What is it like? Have how often have you been back since you since you left to come pursue your career here?
0: We have done uh, we've done one genie's jukebox back in Texas, and that was in Halloween, and that was the genie's jukebox Warped Wishes, which is um, my bid to be a Disney villain, essentially, right? <clears throat> and so now we are going back for um, for. Well, I was about to say Thanksgiving, for Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're, we're doing a genie's jukebox show that is based on love. We are celebrating love in all its many forms, familial love, um, romantic love, and self-love as well. And so what I want people to understand is that the genie's jukebox is all-encompassing. See, the genie the jukebox is the planet Earth, Right. and then every album in the jukebox is a specific show designed to the the energy of the time the people who are coming to the room all of that because the genie has that kind of magic and he's here to grant your wishes so that's what that's what it's for so each show is a unique experience
1: yes oh that's amazing that's amazing well i have to say i did a little promo this morning with my genie lamp here
0: yeah so i'm
1: starting to feel like all my wishes are coming true and i want everyone to know if you have a genie lamp at home definitely rub it because wishes do come true and this has been amazing
0: i have a genie lamp that's also a salt and pepper shaker
1: oh my god (laughs) that is incredible there
0: you go people
1: yes oh i love that oh my god
0: where did you get that oh i'm uh, it was a gift i'm certain it was a gift i've gotten i've gotten some great gifts um in the past let's see i have a glitter genie this was given to me by iago don del <gasps> rivera oh
1: my god i love right?
0: it I actually i got this for myself i found the aladdin game that i'm going to oh. play on my twitch channel oh my god <laughs> so yeah i got i got some That's good cool. genie swag incredible
1: i want to go through a few more comments here that i've seen come through first of all your cousin joined the room ken
0: hey cuz what's up man
1: and um let's see oh uh elder dino says you've been lucky to have performed on broadway itself when this pandemic is over do you think you might do theater abroad I, for one, would love to see you perform here in Australia.
0: <laughs> well, uh, between you and me, I'd love it, too. So <laughs> let's put that in the universe. I'll take yes. it. I'll yes, I'll take
1: it. <laughs> oh, and Tina says, you're my favorite genie.
0: Thank you, dear. I appreciate you.
1: Kieran says, when you were offered the role of genie, did you hesitate, like many other genies have, because, of Robin, because Robin Williams was the original?
0: Oh, that's a great question. Not at all, actually. Um, I felt like it was, I was meant to pay homage to him. The way that I feel, I, I feel that's a special thing when it comes to all the people who have gotten to play the genie. Um, there is, there's a way that it, I think it has to be ingrained in you for, for them to, to trust you with that responsibility. And um, no, he, he, he lives rent free in my spirit. And so i I knew that um, I, that would just fuel the fire it was yeah. It was the best thing ever i couldn 't imagine and I, I even talk about this in my in my show um, there 's a moment where i 'm on stage talking to Jonathan Freeman, the voice of the show, mm-hmm. right and then i 'm thinking about, oh, I used to imagine myself as the genie, and now I am the genie talking to Jafar. This is oh. right, so no, it was perfect
1: <laughs> oh my god that's incredible right because jonathan was the original voice of jafar in the film as well huh? that's right that's incredible incredible that's cool. i think i think i just got your mom's seal of approval terry says hey son great interview see you at the show lord oh, that's my mama i love it, I love it.
0: <laughs>
1: Oh, angelo says best genie ever
0: Ah, uh, much love much love yes.
1: yes so we do have to wrap things up because um I know you have to get going and uh i have another engagement to get to as well so i am thrilled that we got to talk and i want to remind everybody watching that um major show the genie's jukebox will be at feinstein's 54 below on january 31st in new york city at 9 45 pm and again if you can't make it in person The show will also be live streamed. Yes.
0: There are links to absolutely everything, every way to reach me on MajorAttaway.com. MajorAttaway.com. Perfect.
1: Go to MajorAttaway.com and get your tickets. I'll also have ticket links on my site at CallMeAdam.com. And also, don't forget, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area, go see the Genie's Jukebox at Downtown Cowtown, February 12th at 7.30 p.m.
0: Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, Major. Thank you for all your time today, and uh, I can't wait to watch the show and to see what you do next, and um, just to stay safe, and thank you for everything you do for the industry.
0: Thank you, sir. I appreciate
1: it. welcome. You're welcome. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye, everybody.
0: He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know just ask anybody who's had adam, adam lives for the business of show callmeadam.com
1: find more episodes of bearing it all with call me adam everywhere you stream podcasts for my print and video interviews visit my website callmeadam.com follow me on social media at CallMeAdamNYC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, if you really want to get involved, support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advance notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite, Swag!